Hello and welcome to another podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I am your host, Edmund Shing, Chief Investment Officer of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, and today we are going to talk about just keep buying. So why do I say just keep buying? At a time like this, when stock markets have fallen so much. So let me go through five key reasons why I think you should keep buying. First of all, we know that time in the market is much more important for investors than trying to time the market. Why? Because timing the market is very difficult. And in fact, what happens is individual investors tend to sell close or at a bottom when markets fall, which is one mistake. But then the worst mistake they make, the second mistake they make, which is far worse, is that they then don't buy quickly enough when it recovers. They refuse having sold to buy back even if the markets are at a higher level. And that is the biggest long-term mistake we, one can make, which is why for the majority of individual investors, in order to avoid these behavioral finance mistakes, probably the best solution is just to buy and then stay invested. Stay invested through the good times and also through the bad times. Second point, markets are down, both in fact stock markets and bond markets. Stock markets, we can see Eurostox 50 in Europe is down 15% year to date. The US S&P 500 is down 17% in dollars. And the NASDAQ 100 Technology Heavy Index is even worse, down 27% year to date. Why? Well, because of fears of recession and rising interest rates. Now, these fears of recession are, of course, real. There are weaknesses in the economy today because of very high inflation, predominantly around food and energy prices. But let's not forget that the starting point for the European and US economies is very strong. Firstly, employment markets are very strong. We're at pretty much full employment across Europe and the US. And secondly, the financial state of both households and companies is relatively strong. So, Yes, there are fears. Yes, the markets have sold off. But remember that over the long term, stock markets tend to climb the wall of worry, as we say. There are always reasons to worry. And yet stock markets, for the most part, over the long term, go higher and make money for investors. Third point. So yes, we are clearly expecting slower growth, economically speaking. But in periods in the past when we've seen slower economic growth across the world, stock markets have still managed to rise. And remember, right now, there are good reasons to expect slower growth, but not necessarily a recession. Certain indicators of the economy, such as in the US, the level of temporary service employees, which is rising, this usually falls before a recession. The number of housing starts, the number of new houses being built, is rising quickly in the US. This usually falls before a recession. In addition, these very high rates of inflation we see today should over time fall. And finally, if we look at areas of strength in the economy, there are still some, such as consumer services, such as tourism. If you listen to Disney, for instance, they'll tell you their theme parks are going to be at 100% capacity over the summer. MGM resorts say pretty much the same thing. Now, in a recession, you would not expect to hear these sorts of statements of strength in demand and activity. Fourthly, right now, individual investor sentiment is already extremely pessimistic, extremely depressed. If we look at the AAII Individual Investor Sentiment Survey reading in the US, at the end of April, this reached almost a record low of minus 
in terms of the difference between people feeling bullish and people feeling bearish. Now, this has only been lower twice in the last 30 plus years, once in 1990 and again in 2009, both at the end of deep recessions. Statistically speaking, when you hit such a depressed sentiment reading as we saw at the end of April, you would expect, on average, stock markets to rise by around 12% over the next six months. So from this very low base, we can expect, at some point over the next six months, a double-digit rebound, if we are to follow statistical history. And fifthly and finally, I believe today is indeed a good opportunity to, to buy for long-term patient investors, and there are ways you can try to reduce the downside and keep the upside when investing in the stock market. For instance, buying funds or exchange-traded funds that are oriented around low-volatility stocks. So these are stocks that tend to fall less when the market falls, and they tend to go up, obviously, along with the market. Or focus on funds and exchange-traded funds with a quality focus, so companies with higher-than-average profitability. These also tend to fall less than the market when the market falls, but also rise substantially, in fact, even more than the market sometimes, when the stock market recovers. And finally, to give some way of investing with some limited downside risk while keeping upside exposure to any stock market rebound, you could also use a range of structured products, which are structured to do exactly that, limit the downside exposure while giving exposure to expected upside. So there you have the conclusion of three points. Keep a long-term investing focus when looking at stock markets, and I think now could be an interesting entry point around now. Secondly, we are seeing a contrarian signal from the very pessimistic individual investor sentiment right now, which tends to be bullish when everyone's so pessimistic. And thirdly, you can focus on investing in equities via low volatility, quality focuses, or by using some type of structured product. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast by searching for BNP Paribas Wealth on the podcast provider of your choice, be it Spotify, Podcast Addict, or indeed Apple Podcast. Thank you. And goodbye.